Okay, let's, uh, let's open our Bibles to, uh, to John chapter 6. John chapter 6, and uh, we'll read the first 13 verses of John chapter 6. Alright, so John chapter 6, verses 1 to 13. Let's, uh, let's read that. After these things, Jesus went over the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias, and, the great, and a great multitude followed him, because they saw his miracles, which he did on them uh, that were diseased. And Jesus went up into the mountain, and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews, was nigh. And when Jesus had lifted up his eyes and saw a great, multi- great company come unto him, he saith unto Philip, Whence shall we buy bread that these may eat? And this he said to prove him, for he, knew, for he himself knew what he would do. And Philip answered him, Two hundred pennyworth of bread is not sufficient for them, that every one of them may take a little. And one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, which they, uh, but they are, what, what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in that place, so the men sat down in number about five thousand. And Jesus took the loaves when he had given thanks and distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were set down and likewise of the fishes uh, as much as they would. Then they were, when they were filled, he, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we do thank you for your word. We ask, Lord, that you would bless it. We ask, Lord, that uh, you would uh, break it and, 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 and feed us this evening uh, and that uh, we would be uh, ready to receive uh, whatever it is that you would have for us to learn and understand this evening. We ask, Lord, these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, we have a very familiar story about the uh, uh, the feeding of the five thousand, and uh, I want to kind of uh, uh, use this passage to uh, to describe the mission field and to describe the the mission which God wants us to do uh, upon the earth here in Australia, in Romania, in any area of the world. What is what? How does the work of God? Happen? How does it? How does it generate? How does it uh, uh, bring forth fruit? How does it uh, actually come to be? And uh, first of all, there is a need. There is a great need, and we see here a multitude of people. And if you were to look around yourself every time you go to the shops and every time you go and do something in in town, you will see a multitude of people who are without Christ, and they have this need which they cannot meet themselves. And they're searching around the world, trying to fill this void that's in their heart, trying to fill, uh, get some kind of fulfilment in their life, and they cannot find it because the only way that they can have that uh, need uh, supplied or fulfilled for them is through the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a multitude of people around us. And uh, we have to begin to look upon people as souls that need a saviour, not look upon the bodies of people, the physical appearance. Because when you look at the physical appearance, you might say, well, I don't want to talk to that person or I don't want to give a gospel check to that person. And we, uh, we're very selective in our evangelism. And we can say, oh, no, 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 we're not selective in our evangelism, but we are. You know, 
we give out checks and we hand them to this person, this person, and then we see someone else that doesn't quite look, you know, very uh, uh, approachable, and we kind of oh, go over there, you want him, and we just kind of, we just, we, we kind of uh, make it look like we're we're giving the gospel to somebody when we're really trying not to give the gospel to somebody at the same time. And we can be very selective. And, and we, when, we, when, we, uh, when we look on the outward appearance of people, then we, we uh, don't allow everyone to have the same chance that, we, uh, that should be offered to every person. And uh, there could be any, it could be any number of reasons. It could be a, a racist thing. It could be a, a just a, 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 a level of society difference where we think we're a little bit higher than another person and so we won't stoop down to the level of another person to give them the gospel. That happens. That happens. Some people, they don't want to talk with some people who are of a lower uh, 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 state, uh, in a lower, uh, uh, I can't think of the word in, in Romanian, social, economic uh, uh, situation, you see. And uh, so we, we become selective and that's not right. That's not right. Because people are souls. They are in a body. The body is temporary. The body is, is uh, going to fade away. It's going to, be, uh, it's going to be eaten by worms. It's going to be destroyed. You get another body later, you see. And the body gets weak and it begets, gets uh, uh, sick and it gets, has problems, as you can see. You know? The body, you can't, you can't look upon the outward appearance and then just make a judgment. You've got to look upon the heart of man and see the soul. There's a soul inside that body that needs Christ and it doesn't have an appearance as, in, as the body does. Okay? It doesn't matter if he's poor or rich or black or white or red or whatever he is. Everyone is a soul that needs a saviour. And Jesus, when he looked upon the multitudes, he saw souls without a saviour, sheep without a shepherd. And he wanted to give them the gospel, he had to give them the good news and get them to trust in him and he wanted to fulfill their need. His disciples always saw people as a problem. And even in this situation, when he says, hey, Philip, we need to feed these people, he said, it was a problem. How are we going to feed all these people? Not even 200 penny worth of bread would be able to supply even a little to every person that's here. And so to the, to the disciples... People are problems. But for Jesus, people are the reason. The reason he came, the reason he died on the cross. And so when we begin to think like Christ, we begin to see that the, the, the mission field begins to open up to us. And everyone becomes a, 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 a mission field and everyone becomes someone who needs a saviour. And they're no longer a problem. Okay, They are no longer the problem. They are the reason why we are here, the reason why we are to... Uh, to give uh, to to share the gospel with them, and so we see a great need, and uh, we also see that people uh, need to, uh, need to we need to see people that the way they really are, not as a problem, but as uh, the reason for why Christ died. Uh, he loved them, so we should be able to love them. Amen. He loved them, we should be able to love them, and uh, so. What did they have? They had a lack. The disciples had a lack. And we are the same. We don't have what that person needs. We can't supply the need. 
Okay, only Christ can do that. We can tell them how to how to get that need supplied. We can tell them how they can uh, receive Christ, but we can't actually give them Christ or force them into the kingdom or or give them the food. Um, we uh, we are the, basically just the the uh, the ones that distribute the gospel. God does the rest. And so he says to uh, the disciples, he says, uh, what do you have? And what did they have? They had very little. The disciples and, and us, we have nothing. We have nothing to offer. I have nothing to offer. You have nothing to offer. We are very weak and we are unable to fulfill any needs that a person, another person has. We don't have what is necessary to be able to save the soul. We don't have what is necessary to be able to meet the need. And so he says to the disciples, what do you have? They had uh, five fish, you know, five bow loaves and two fish. That's it. How are they going to feed the multitudes? The first step, they came and they gave it to who? They gave it to Jesus. Amen? We don't have much, but we have something. Amen? And we have to come and we have to lay what we have before Jesus' feet and say, this is what I have, Lord. That's all I have. But I'm willing to give it to you so that you might meet the needs of those people around me. And, and when we look at our lives, we, we, are very, we are very weak. There are a lot of things that we would like to do, but we don't do them. And the, the Apostle Paul wrote that in the, in the book of Romans, chapter 7. The things that I would do, I do not. You know, and there are a lot of good intentions and good things that we want to do. But when it comes to the actual moment where we have to go and do it, we fail. And we're unable to do what, uh, what we would like. And we would say, I'd like to pray. I'd like to read my Bible. I'd like to go out and witness to people. I'd like to go and help the needy. I'd, help, I'd like to do these things. But when it comes time for you to actually do it, we stumble. And it doesn't always happen. And so we have to take what we have and say, Lord, I'm just, I'm just weak. I don't have much. But what I have, I'm willing to give to you. You use it the way you want to use it. And what does Jesus do? He comes, he gets these bale loaves and these fish, and uh, he breaks them. He breaks them, he blesses them, and he begins to distribute those pieces to the people. But Jesus doesn't give it to the people, if you notice. He tells the people to sit down, and uh, then he gives what he has broken, the things which the disciples had, and he hands it back to them. And, he, and the disciples distribute the food to the people that were seated. And this is where we begin to see our place in, in missions, see? We, we have, there's a great need, and, and yet we are wanting, and we have to bring what we have to Jesus and let him do what he will with it and then give it back to us and then we distribute it and we give it to the people and we give it to, to those who are in need. And what he gives to us is much more than what we gave to him. Amen. And what he can give us is able to supply the need to, to, uh, to fulfill what, uh, what needs these people have in their hearts. But uh, we, have to, we have to see our place. 
We come and we say, Lord, I don't have much. And he says, if you don't have much, but if you give it to me, I can show you how to use it. I can show you what to do with it. I can show you how to reach that person for Christ. I can do that. I can fulfill, I can make it possible for you to fulfill that need. And the disciples gave this bread and these, these fish to these people, 5,000 people, 5,000 men. There was women and children as well. And the Bible says in another part that they ate to the full. And when they were full, Jesus says, go and pick up the fragments. And when they went around, they picked up 12 baskets full. That's how much he had made from the little that they were able to bring to him. And uh, we, have to be able to, we have to see that when, we, when we, we come to Christ and we say, Lord, I don't have much, but I'm willing to use it, whatever it is, you just take it, break it, uh, bless it, and, and, and show me how to use it, and I'll go. And we don't understand just how much influence we can have in the lives of those people that are around us. We don't really understand what, we, what is possible if we will do things in the strength of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't know what is possible if we will just allow him to lead us and show us what we need to do. When we take what we have and we give it to him. And we say, Lord, you do with me whatever you want. See, God is able to do far greater than we can think. Much more. You know, and we think so small. We pray for small things. We pray for small things. Because we think, that's about as much as I can do. And God says, listen, if you come to me and you give me what you have, I can do far more than what you're asking. More than you're asking. I can just, I can, I can I, you know, you, you, you can't even imagine what is possible. And with the disciples, were they thinking that they could feed these people? To them it was impossible. How can you feed 5,000 men and their, and their families with five barley loaves and two fish it's impossible but because they did exactly what Jesus told them to do they were able to feed these people they were able to do the impossible and it just comes down to that that uh, that willingness to come to Christ and say Lord I have nothing very little take it break it do what you will with it and and show me what you would have me to do and the disciples, uh, they were learning this from the Lord Jesus Christ. They were learning this, that if they just obey him, he will do the rest. He can do the miracle. He can, do, he can feed the people. He can supply the need. If we will just simply obey what he tells us to do. He did it at the marriage in Cana. He told those servants, fill those water pots with water. They filled them with water. He said... Uh, draw it out and give it to the governor of the feast and they did so and those servants did not realise what they were doing they just were doing what they were told they filled up the water pots and they gave it to the governor of the feast and they entered into the first miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ and they didn't even know what they were doing they were the only ones that knew that that was really water that they poured in those in those water pots everyone else thought it was something else but they knew it was water and the Bible says that Christ was glorified at that time and his disciples believed on him because those servants did exactly what Jesus told them to do. And if we're honest with ourselves, we would say we don't always do exactly what Jesus tells us to do. 
You know, when the Bible says love your enemies, he means that neighbour that annoys you all the time. He means that family member that's always giving you a hard time. He means that, that uh, work colleague that's, that's always annoying you when you're trying to work. You know, he, he, that, the, he's, he's talking about these people that we kind of hold a grudge against and that we, we don't live at peace with. And he's saying, you have to love them. You have to, 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 to be nice to them and kind to them and, and do everything that you can for them and, and try to win that person for Christ. And we go, well, Lord, I just want to be angry at the moment. If you just leave me to be angry, I'll be very happy. But we don't, are unable to fulfill the ministry which Christ has given to us because we won't do what we're told. We won't do what we're told. And in that way, we are like little children. You know, little children, they have a hard time doing what they're told, especially when no one's looking. You know, when you're alone. And there's uh, no one else around, and you don't think anything. Uh, there's no, there's nothing to hide from. That's when all the trouble begins, you know, because we just won't do what we're told. And Jesus, he he gives these. He's, this is the disciples' turn to do what they're told, and he tells them here, "Give me the food, hand it out to the people, pick up the fragments." And when they did that, they entered into a miracle. Not a miracle that they did. A miracle that Jesus did. And they were able to be a part of it. Because they simply obeyed what he told them, what he said to do. And this is, this is what we do. Whether we're here in Australia or in Romania or in any other country in the world. The mission is the salvation of the lost. The only way that can happen is if we obey what Jesus says. If we do as he tells us to do, if we fulfill the commands which he has given to us, if we come to him and say, Lord, I, I, I don't have much, but what I have, I'm giving it to you. You use me. You use it. Just send me wherever you will have me to go. I'm, I'm willing to go. And you'll see what God can do for you. <coughs> Jesus says to his disciples, you follow me and I'll show you greater things than these. Uh, he, they didn't understand what he meant, but when, when the day came, when, when Jesus had left them alone and they, they were empowered by the Spirit of God, they saw greater things than what Jesus had done. They'd seen 5,000 people saved in one day. What a miracle. What an amazing thing which God did for them. They fed 5,000 all by themselves, but they weren't by themselves, were they? They were empowered by the Spirit of God that was in them. But they were broken pieces of bread and fish, broken by God, and, and, and now empowered by the blessing of God. And they went forth and they had their own feeding of the 5,000. Amen? They fed the souls of men with the gospel. And those people were, fu were fulfilled and were satisfied and saved. Amen? And so what can God do through us? What can God do through us? Sometimes we think very small. You know, when I when I when I first went to Romania, I didn't know what would what would happen, what, where we would go, what would what would what would be the the plan, and still not quite sure if this is the whole thing. There could be a lot more coming that uh, we we don't see. But but um, uh, uh, three churches in in. Uh, 
that uh, that have that have sprung up uh, in in uh, in Romania is 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 above what I was thinking. But God can do so much more. He can do so much more. But we just have to be willing to step out there and, and do it. And I'm not saying that I'm something because I know that I'm weak, and I know that sometimes I just don't want to do it, or I just I just I, I you know I have moments where I I, I don't want to pray. And moments where I might not want to read my Bible. And moments where I don't want to go and preach the gospel to people. But God works through those things. And he teaches me. And he changes me. And he changes others. And he does his work. And we just see the fruit of it. Of what God can do through us. What God can do through what we give to him what we allow him to use in our lives. And we need to just be obedient children to God. And just, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do, let me do it. Help me to do it. Show me what I need to do. Lead me, guide me, and use me. I don't have much, but I'm willing to give it to you. And you feed the the souls of men. So I wanted to encourage you this evening. You know, let Christ do His work through you. I was uh, saying um, to some people the other day uh, how how God is a very He's uh, He's he very good at knowing how to reveal the weaknesses in our hearts. You know, sometimes we think we've got it all together. You know, we've, all the relationships in our life seem to be running well, and we think, "Woo, yeah, I'm I'm getting it right now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm living at peace with all men." And then God says. Hey, try this person out. And God brings someone into our life that kind of rubs us up the wrong way a bit and all of a sudden we realise we haven't quite got it all together. Amen? It happens. You know, a new neighbour, a new colleague, a new whatever it is. Just another person comes in, just kind of... And, 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 and what we have to understand is that, especially like in the churches, if Christ save that soul if Christ loved that person and 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 if he is able to forgive that person then we should be able to love and forgive that person amen, amen. if Christ could do it we should be able to do it you know? if he loved me and he forgave me he loves you and he forgave you how come we can't forgive each other how come we can't we live together in harmony and love you know so we have to uh, be obedient to Christ and allow Him to, to do these things. And, and He's going to bring people in our lives and, and it's going to rub us up the wrong way and it's going to change us and it's going to make us different. But we have to see, when we get frustrated with somebody, we have to remember straight away, they're saying, well, Jesus loves that person. Why can't I love that person? What's wrong with me? I need to change something in me, not Him change something in His life. I need to change something. I need to be able to love him just the way that he is and let God do the rest. And God begins to do these things and he works through us and he breaks us and he distributes us and he uses us to reach people around the world. And so be encouraged this evening that Christ wants to do something through you. If you're a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, he wants to show you greater things than what you've seen so far. Greater things than these. 
that he's waiting for you to come and offer what you have and and be ready to allow him to use you and to and to work through you and for you to be obedient to him may god bless you may god bless uh, this church and this community because his people decided that they were going to come and offer to christ what they had and allow him to use them the way that he wants amen go and be obedient children of christ and see just see what christ can do through you amen amen